my Rebbe, Reb Michal Zichron Avracha, told me and some other people that were close to him about a dream he had when he was still living in Ukraine before he came to Eretz Yisrael, when he was going through incredible, incredible difficulties. And in the dream, he saw Rabbeinazal. And he mentioned that the, the way the dream began, he saw himself in an enclosed area, closed in on all four sides, uh, like, like a jail almost, that kind of thing. But he looked carefully and he saw that it was bookcases. On all four sides surrounding him were bookcases with no, no exit, seemingly. So he thought to himself, let me go see what books are, in, what books are on these shelves. And he went and he took out a sefer and he saw it was Likute Halochis. And he took out another one and another one, another one, and he was able to see an opening. He was able to see to the, through to the other side and he saw Rabbeinazal's Tzian, the grave site of Rabbeinazal. So he started taking out books, taking out books to make a way for himself to be able to go through there to be able to get to the other side. And sure enough, he did. And he saw the tzian, the kever of Rabbeinazal, with a chair on it, and Rabbeinazal sitting on that chair on the tzian. And he's looking at Rabbeinazal this way, and Rabbeinazal is not looking at him. Rabbeinazal is looking perpendicular. He's looking at someone else, a friend of Reb Michal, Zechran of Rochas, and he's talking to that friend. And Rabbi Michal was waiting there, anxiously waiting for Rabbi Nezal to look towards him, to notice him. And it's, it's going on and on, and he's feeling terrible, like he's ignoring me. I, uh, and he said it got to a point where he felt he couldn't stand anymore. He had to sit down. So he sat down on the ground, and he's watching this. He's watching Rabbi Nezal speaking to this other person and feeling terrible that I'm, I'm being ignored completely. And then at one point he said, Rabbeinazal swiveled, like on a swivel chair. He turned around to face him, and Rabbeinazal said, No, no, in Yiddish, no, what do you have to say? And he was startled by it, and he said, he thought to himself for a second, Rabbeinazal's talking to me, I can't sit. And yet it was hard for him, but he said he picked himself up off the ground and stood up, and he started talking. He started saying, he understood that new meant, Tell me, let me hear. And he started telling Rabbeinazal that he's living here in, in the Soviet Union and there's no Yiddishkeit here, there's nothing and he doesn't know if his children are going to marry Jews and he started, and he suddenly burst into tears like an explosion, like a flood of tears. And when you cry, your eyes close. He closed his eyes and opened them and he realized it's a dream. He saw he was dreaming. So he tried closing his eyes quickly to continue to dream. Couldn't do it anymore. Couldn't do it. And he said, but he remembered, he remembered the face, the look of Rabbeinazal when he told him all of this. He saw a smile, a smile, but with pain, a pained smile. And he said he understood it afterwards to mean that it's going to be okay but it's not going to be easy, meaning it's not going to happen in one day. It's going to take time, but everything is going to work out okay. And he said in the morning when he woke up, he was in awe, in awe that it was so... He said if he would have been an artist, he could have drawn a picture of exactly how Rabbeinazal looked, exactly, precisely. The payas and the beard and the hat, he was everything, everything. 
And he said for years he had that picture in his mind when he would have in Shimon Esrei, this, that. It was one of the things that, that made him much more serious about whatever he did in Avodah Hashem. And he said years later, 20 years later, he said obviously now it's not as clear as it was then, but this was one of the highlights in his life and he said he told, he told it over to some of the elders in Breslov at the time. He described to them exactly how Rabbeinazal looked in the dream. And they told him, that's how you see him. Those that see Rabbeinazal, that's how he looks.